Good morning and welcome to morning prayer on Sunday the 30th of August. We have reached the heady heights of the 12th Sunday after Trinity. So busy day at St Mary's today with our blended worship first of all, latest resources and podcasts, week commencing the 30th of August. So on that page at the moment we have the pew sheet, we've got the words for the service and the readings and information that if you're not coming in in person or joining in on Zoom, the information for that is on the What's On page. Um, then you can also dial in as well. You are very welcome to join us in person. Please, if you can wear a mask, please do so. But you are equally welcome to join in on the internet or to watch it later on on YouTube as well. We are so modern. Um, and then at four o'clock, we're bracing ourselves for what seemed a really good idea a month ago for ice cream Sunday for Funky Church. I think it might be hot chocolate and marshmallows Ooh, Sunday bring for a Funky jumper. Church. Bring a jumper. Four o'clock down station, bring your mask if you're going inside to get ice cream and a card as well, and a relevant adult if you are bringing a child. And um, yeah, we plan is to go and get the ice cream and then go for a brisk and bracing walk to Easby Abbey, where I think Paul, our curate, might have a treasure hunt kind of hide and seek type thing going on if nothing else we're just going to get together say hi and make sure we all keep in touch in these strange times so when we're not in church for the service at 10 o'clock church is open for private prayer until probably late afternoon and then I think that might be everything. Oh, uh, next week on Wednesday, there will be the 9.15 communion service. Again, that's blended worship. And then coming up the Sunday afterwards will be our patronal festival on the 6th of September. So more about that later on. Well, that's just a reminder. So tomorrow, uh, today, this morning should be the last of the spiritual communions. And the plan is for the following Sunday, uh, back with uh, Reverend Martin and um, communion by one yeah. in one kind only. Um, and that's the plan for the Patronal Festival. And of course, Martin will be back from his honeymoon this week coming as well, which is very lovely. So there we go. Okay, let's start our morning prayer. Oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you heavens. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you angels of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, all people on earth. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. O people of God, bless the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you priests of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you servants of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, all you of upright spirit. Bless the Lord, you that are holy and humble in heart. Bless the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. 
Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our heart on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 107. Looks quite a long Psalm. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is gracious, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this, those he redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some went astray in desert wastes and found no path to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul was fainting within them. So they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He set their feet on the right way till they came to a city to dwell in. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and the wonders he does for his children. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with good. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound fast in misery and iron. For they had rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed down their heart with heaviness, and they stumbled, and there was none to help them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and out of the shadow of death, and broke their bonds asunder. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and the wonders he does for his children. For he has broken the doors of bronze and breaks the bars of iron in pieces. Some were foolish and took a rebellious way and were plagued because of their wrongdoing. Their soul abhorred all manner of food and drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He sent forth his word and healed them and saved them from destruction. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and the wonders he does for his children. Let them offer him sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his acts with shouts of joy. Those who go down to the sea in ships and ply their trade in great waters, these have seen the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For at his word the stormy wind arose and lifted up the waves of the sea. They were carried up to the heavens and down again to the deep. Their soul melted away in their peril. They reeled and staggered like a drunkard and were at their wit's end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. He made, them, he made the storm be still and the waves of the sea were calmed. Then were they glad because they were at rest and he brought them to the haven they desired. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and the wonders he does for his children. Let them exalt him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. O living Christ, rescue us from a foolish passion and still the storms of our self-will. And as you are our anchor in this life, so bring us to the haven you have prepared for us for your mercy's sake. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. 
Amen. You're right. We do different ones at the weekend, and it's Jonah. So Sunday, Yay. so we have a, a break, a brief break from the story of Saul and David, and we and also the story Stoning from of Acts. David. Yes, and we return for the next section from the book of Jonah. So last Sunday we had a bit, and the Sunday before we had a bit. So this time it's Jonah chapter three. Jonah has been given a word from the Lord to go to a foreign city to preach to them, and he doesn't want to do it. Oh, well, God, um, possibly because they're foreigners. Ooh. And then he goes on uh, a boat with foreign sailors, and in a storm he is... Um, identified as the one causing the storm because he's running away from God, gets chucked up aboard, eaten by a whale, uh, yes, ends up on a beach, and now in chapter 3, the Lord speaks to him again. So it's not that he felt incompetent, it's because there were foreigners. Yes. The word of the Lord (laughs) came to Jonah a second time, saying, get up and go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across. Jonah began to go into the city going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and he sat in ashes. Then he had a proclamation made in Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles. No human being or animal, no herd or flock, shall taste anything they shall not feed nor shall they drink water human beings and animals shall be covered with sackcloth and they shall cry mightily to god all shall turn from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands who knows god may relent god may change his mind he may turn from his fierce anger so that we do not perish Splendour and majesty are yours, O God. You are exalted as head over all. Blessed are you, God of Israel, for ever and ever. For yours is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendour and the majesty. Everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Riches and honour come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might. Yours it is to give power and strength to all. And now we give you thanks, O God, and praise your glorious name. For all things come from you, and of your own have we given you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. Splendour and majesty are yours, O God, You are exalted as head over all. I had forgotten what we were reading last Sunday. We were reading Revelation. 
Is it a happy reason? It's revelation. <laughs> it's crazy. And to so it's Revelation chapter three. And the angel of the church in Laodicea write, the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the origin of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered and I need nothing. You do not realise that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind and naked. Therefore, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white robes to clothe you and to keep the shame of your nakedness from being seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. I reprove and discipline those whom I love. Be earnest, therefore, and repent. Listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. To the one who conquers, I will give you a place with me on my throne, just as I myself conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. Let anyone who has an ear listen to what the church, the spirit is saying to the churches. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. And Christ shall give you light. You have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. And Christ shall give you light. When Christ our life appears, you will appear with him in glory. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. You have raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of your servant David. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine in darkness, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. 
you have raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of your servant David. And so on this Sunday morning, we offer prayers to God. We give thanks that we are not alone. We are not alone in prayer. These prayers spoken, we bring to God with our personal prayers, spoken and unspoken, and the prayers to be read in church this morning, and the prayers and hopes we have for our family and friends as we meet as a church, both in the morning and when we meet for ice cream and a walk in the afternoon. And we bring before our God always in prayer our hopes and our fears for ourselves, for our families and friends, for our church and for our world. We give thanks that so many things are now up and running compared to a few months ago. But we bring in prayer our anxieties that things still seem uncertain and fragile. We pray not just for schools as they fully reopen, but for all the other activities and businesses and journeys that will now take place when families return to some sort of normality. We pray that the infection figures remain low so that people remain healthy and also the reopenings and re-establishing of routines are not again disrupted. We pray for those who monitor and check and warn and advise, those who decide, those who implement, those who govern and police. We pray for those who care and heal and treat and do research We pray for those who have worked throughout this last night, worked on our behalf, unknown to us, who have done their part in giving us the gift of this new day and the comforts we enjoy. We pray that we today may respond to our God and his love, his wisdom, his peace, his kindness. We think of the words from Revelation. As God stands at the door and knocks. God is not a bully. God does not simply march in and take over our lives. But God knocks and waits. We pray that today, as God waits, we may respond afresh, that each day we may answer that call to let God into our lives. We pray that we do not rely on past memories, memories from church or from our own private prayer and life, but that each day we respond to a God 
who is a God of surprises. May we expect the unexpected in our own walk with God, in our church's walk with God. And may we embrace challenge and change so that we and others may see the excitement and love and creativity and transformation that God offers. Here is a prayer written by Stephen Cherry, who is, I think, based at King's at Cambridge. Give me, O Lord, a calm soul and a clear head, a broad mind and a generous spirit. Give me a warm heart and listening ear, my true voice and a gentle touch. Give me a hunger for justice and a thirst for peace, a passion for truth and a love of mercy. Give me a painter's eye and a prophet's hope. Give me a sage's wisdom and a fool's delight. A pilgrim's purpose and an angel's content. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down on us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscious conscience is afraid and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. So wherever we are, and even though we are not together, we are still united with each other. So let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.